Once you become in the zone of inspiration, you wake up. Living in the zone of desperation creates desperate lives. Positive energy is not what creates more energy. Positive energy creates depression. When you get these three things, your life begins to shift. New choices, new opportunities show up at your doorstep. I've been getting your mind open and ready to be able to shift the state of where you're at. It's not going to happen if you stay in the state of, of regret. It's not going to sit and happen if you stay in the situation of depression. It's not going to stay and live that way unless you choose to live differently. I know everyone can sit there. It's not the same. And every doctor on the planet will tell you that it's it's not your fault i'm sitting and tell you it is your fault because you have to take responsibility nobody is showing up at your doorstep nobody other than you you may be depressed you may be sick you may be challenged i understand all of that but nobody is going to show up to take responsibility for your life other than yourself that's why maximize energy to make sure that your energy is skyrocketing so you wake up Bam, seven and a half hours, you're ready to go. And you don't need a nap in the middle of the day. You don't need to shift your energy. You don't need to, to, to feel out of breath or out of energy. You can wake up and sit and say, you know what? Life is going to be different. Not because you are going to just live in desperation. You're going to do this because you're going to live in inspiration. Because inspiration is the name of the game for your life. Inspiration is the joy of where you like to begin. Right? You got to be committed. You got to be decisive and you got to be resourceful. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter where you've gone through. It does not matter what you've gone through. But if you ask to be resourceful and you ask yourself, not how can't I, how do I, your world changes. If you ask yourself, what do I need to do to live a different life? You have a different experience. You're here to have one thing, and that's an experience called life. And if you can't master that experience and you live in the state of depression because you choose to, not I'm not saying it's an easy. I'm not saying that. Please understand, I'm not sitting here telling you it's easy. I'm sitting here and saying you're going to have to make a different choice. You're going to have to make a different choice. Because once you become in the zone of inspiration, you wake up. Living in the zone of desperation creates desperate lives. We've got to create a zone of inspiration and live a life of inspiration so that we can transform. But it's going to happen when you become committed, you become decisive, and you become resourceful. When you get these three things, your life begins to shift. New choices, new opportunities show up at your doorstep. The question to ask is how does it? If you sit and say, I can't see it, and you notice, right? When people say, I can't see it, watch my response. I kind of brush, brush it off, be like, look, you got to look. You got to look. I'm not trying to be mean, but I know where you're at in your consciousness. You got to ask yourself, how can I? How can I? What is it? Because every single thing I've put in front of people has been a scientifically backed process. It's been a scientifically backed process. And I say that because it is, it is designed. But when you say, I can't, I don't know how, and you judge it. Look, ladies and gentlemen, then you are already in the state of judgment and you are stuck. I can't do anything about that. You can help people rewire their brain so they can live, make more money in their business and help their businesses grow. Yes, I can. I can do all that. But the one thing that I want to do is I want to teach people how to live because that's the name of the game. Because life is far more than money. It's far more than parenting. It's far more than these segmented medical views. It's an entire experience. And when you master, master all of the experience, then you get to master the inner game of life.
Because what you don't realize is every single thing you do in your life is converting, conforming, and changing the energy of your life. Every single thing you do, every single thing you think, every single action you take, every single choice you make is affecting the energy of your life. As a doctor, I found many patients in my practice, and I shared some of this with you, but people used to come into my practice. People don't go to a chiropractor and say, oh, doctor, please rewire my brain. What they say is my back hurts, my neck hurts, my shoulder hurts, my, my this hurts, my that hurts, and whatever. All that is pretty much what it was known for at least, right? But in my practice, I saw patients over and over and over who would have money problems, and I'd fix their thinking, and their money would change. And I'd fix their thinking, and their relationships would change. And then I'd fix their body, but then they didn't want the thinking part. Then the problem was that the symptoms, I fixed the body part, the thinking still stayed the same, and then the problem showed back in their body again. And they kept on repeating this pattern over and over and over. And that's where the chiropractic stigma, stereotype and stigma came in. Well, once you see a chiropractor, you got to see them for the rest of your life. Well, that's not true. Um, I like saying, once you started thinking, you have to think for the rest of your life. Yes, that's probably more accurate, right? You probably have to start thinking for the rest of your life. And so what happened is that patients started coming in and I started seeing more and more people who would have psychological challenges and traumas, but lead them into their body. And then those that didn't want the psychological stuff sit and say, um, the body is where I need to focus and do everything with the body. Now this is a lot of, and I think it's changed a little bit, but this is where a lot of medicine kind of focused. This is kind of a lot where medicine was struggling, right? where everything is about the body. And really what we do in our states of consciousness is that we live and we, we, we look our, at our health from a state of here down. From here down, we say this is health. Here up, we don't look at that. That's called mental health. Well, ladies and gentlemen, how can mental health be different than physical health? It's not, it's connected. Because every single cell tissue and organ is connected to the brain by the nervous system. So how can we separate one from the other? It's fucking asinine. But doctors don't want to see it. And they say, well, it's just this mechanistic piece of this, right? It's like when people tell me, well, you got to work just with financial people and help them make more money. I can. I can make the help make more money. I can. I do that all the time. Great. Or you got to work with people just to help them become more inspired as parents. That's part of life too. Or you have to help people just live a healthier life with, your, with the information of the body. Well, I can do that too. I can do all of these pieces, but what people really want is a grander experience, right? Don't you all, let me just ask you, how many people want to live a grander experience of life where you could have all of it? Tell me if that's true. Because if that is, then I think my, my research is correct. It's not just one piece. You think that's the problem. Like some of you say, I don't have the confidence. The answer is yes, if you do the work. If you don't do the work, it doesn't work for you, right? But all of us know we want a grander experience of life. And that grander experience is called fulfillment. It's called fulfillment. The experience of life, you don't go at the end of your days and sit and say, hey, look, at least I made money, but my kids, they never talked to me. So that's called a fulfilling life. It's not. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll tell you, it's not. I have a friend of mine, he's a cardiologist, and I, and I ask him a lot of research. I, I kind of pry at people, and I ask lots of questions. I'm kind of this annoying friend. I say, tell me about this. Tell me about this. And they never want to talk about their work, because you're not supposed to, supposed to talk about work at home. I'm like, that's it. All I do is talk about work, and because helping life is work. Huh, that's all I know how to talk about. I want to research more people about life. I study longevity. Like, I'm a longevity expert. I know a lot of information on longevity, how to live to like 180 years old. Exaggerating, of course. <laughs> but 
how to live a long time and understand the mind-body connection in that. But I've done that because I ask questions inside of this. So I say this to you because, you know, people sit in this cardiologist and I were having this conversation. And I said, what are the three biggest challenges people have in their life? Why do they come see a cardiologist? And he says, the number one reason, number one reason that they, they come to a cardiologist is emotionally, psychosomatically, the problems, is that they think that relationship challenges with their family. That's the number one reason. Relationship challenges with their family. The number two reason why people go to a cardiologist, which for those that know, heart disease is the number one cause of death, right? As of today, there's oscillations between, you know, medical practice is number three, and then I've heard number one. It's just kind of oscillates, but it's in there, right? Like, and, and I'm, not, I'm not bashing medicine by any capacity. Number two is cancer, which we know, but number one is still heart disease. It's still heart disease, right? And heart disease, the number one cause is stress with their family. Number two cause, ladies and gentlemen, is the stress with their finances because they never learned to master the game of money. They never understood money. They never took charge of money because they made money the devil. They made money evil. They made money bad. And because of that, it stopped them from living and growing. And they never mastered it. So they screwed themselves up in the game of money and they don't get to live the experience of life at the end of their years. And they sit and say, the, the, the glory years, right? They say, you know, the, the golden years, literally are sitting saying that they want health, but they don't know where to get it, right? And so they get stuck with that. The number three cause, the number three cause of reasons why people develop heart disease is they think and they regret their life because they didn't do what it is they wanted to do with their life. Think about that just for a second. The number one regret is because they lived the experience of life by not doing what it is they want to. They didn't live a fulfilled life, right? There was no fulfillment inside of it. And because of that, they beat themselves up and this emotional game comes in, right? And I ask you this question, how many people would sit and say that your, your emotions are preventing you from living the life that you want? Because we know that this is true. The emotions are preventing you from living the life that you want, right? We know that the mind and the body are connected. And to maximize the energy, you have both the, the positive energy and the positive Qigong and the negative energy. And we think that the positive energy is good. And we think that positive energy is in play. And everything's got to be positive, 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 positive. Ladies and gentlemen, the Positive energy is not what creates more energy. Positive energy creates depression because nobody, nobody is positive all the time. Nobody is. So the energy can't be that because if we look at the human body, you have two parts of the nervous system. You have the sympathetic nervous system and you have the parasympathetic nervous system sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system and they are always always 100% of the time working to put you in balance which lives in your heart and they are oscillating up and down to make sure that it's trying to keep a balance to a state of what's called homeostasis in your body 
Your body goes through a state of allostasis to try and get you to homeostasis because it's always in balance. Your nervous system is always in balance. If it wasn't, you'd be dead. I want you to realize that. If it wasn't, you'd be dead. So what we've got to do is we've got to look at this and we've got to stop and say, wait a minute. Is everything we're doing looking to have this parasympathetic active? But as soon as we have everything to be easy, kind, nice, relaxing, wine and dine, feeling fantastic, what we do is the sympathetic nervous system has to get activated. The sympathetic nervous system over here says, oh wait, I need to be active and on too because the sympathetic nervous system says, hey look, I'm also part of the equation. And what the sympathetic nervous system does, it says, I gotta make sure I bring you challenge. I gotta make sure I bring you new opportunity. I gotta make sure that I bring you new, new challenge for you to grow. Because over here in parasympathetic land, you become too fat. You become too, it becomes too easy. It becomes too, too uh, sugar-based and you become sweeter and everything is always kind and good and this becomes feeling up all the time. You can't always feel up all the time. The more you feel up, the more you're gonna feel down. And I said this yesterday as well. The quicker you can oscillate your emotions to regulate them, the greater evolution you've created, which is true. Your nervous system is constantly working to get you to hear because love is the energy that heals and love is the grandest of energies. If you've read the book Power Versus Force by Richard Dawkins, or David Dawkins, Richard Dawkins actually, um, David Dawkins, excuse me, Dr. David Dawkins, well, he talks about this. Love is the frequency that is the highest. And the soul's frequency is at the highest state when the nervous system is at its greatest sense of balance. Where does this balance happen? I'll show you. It happens right here. It happens in the zone of inspiration. This is where you have the greatest amount of energy, frequency, enthusiasm in your life. Those of you who can sit and say, you know what? I had a mellow, calm evening last night. I could see that my body and mind were different. Things are starting to shift. It's because you're letting down all of this energy and your body's saying, thank goodness. Thank goodness you can do this, right? And what do we do from a physical state, from our physical body, what we've been taught in health, and there's nothing wrong with it, valuable, needed, not taken away from it. I do it all the time, right? They say you gotta exercise. Yes, you gotta exercise. And exercise forces you to release dopamine and enkephalins and endorphins, which take you from this chaos state into the zone of inspiration to calm your nervous system. Then they say you gotta breathe. Is that valid? Yes, that is valid. Also, doing the same thing. Then they say you've gotta now meditate, right? Before meditation wasn't a thing, 30 years ago in the US, meditation wasn't a thing. I'm Indian, like this is part of our genetics, right? You, you come out of the womb like, oh, oh. That's what we do, I'm joking obviously. But then they say meditation comes in. And then you meditate and that goes into the zone of inspiration. Everything we're doing on the side of health from the physical side alone is compensating for an imbalanced unhealed mind. It's compensating for an unhealed, imbalanced mind. That's why people don't sleep well and have sleep disturbances. Now the research is showing us for how long, right? How we're supposed to sleep and how powerful sleep is. Why? Before the work hards and, and the people that sit and say, uh, you know what, you gotta work your ass off. And the more you grind, the harder you work, the more successful you are. How many people hate that? I hated that. I, like, I don't live by that. I go to sleep, I wake up, I don't do an alarm. I don't do alarms. I realized, I'm like, I'm done with alarm. My body's gonna tell me when I'm done. And I'm gonna wake up to that. But when you sleep 
And you can't because you wake up in the middle of the night and you have restless sleep. It's because your brain is going 24-7, isn't it? It's chatter is going. It's going. It's going nonstop. And it's going at you nonstop. It's like, uh, remember this, remember this, remember this, remember this, remember this. All these things that are going on in your mind that are there that are causing you stress prevent you from sleeping. And we now know that those that don't sleep well, those that don't sleep well create heart disease. Those that don't sleep well don't create obesity. Those that don't sleep well create diabetes. All of this is doing is putting stress on your system. All of it is doing that is to put stress on your system. What you've got to be able to do in order to live a life to reduce all of this is rewire the brain, get into the zone of inspiration, and live your life there. Heal the traumas, rewire that, and allow your body to start to function. Because the fact that you're not sleeping well is a feedback telling you you're over here in the zone of desperation. That's a feedback. If you're in the zone of inspiration, you don't have that problem. You sleep like a rock. I go to bed. That's how the body works. You work on the circadian rhythm. There's so much I can go inside of this. But what I want you to understand, in order to maximize your energy, you've got to maximize and understand what's happening with the body. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Rewired. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you at the next perfect time. Thanks a lot.